Welcome to another episode of How to Sell Your Coaching with your host, the Coach's Coach, Wayne Sutton. We invite you to listen, enjoy, and implement these proven methods in your business today. Hey guys, Wayne Sutton. Thanks again for jumping on board to Wealthy Coach and how to sell your coaching.com. Today, I'm going to tell you, take notes. Take notes. You're going to love what you're going to hear. And I'm, I'm just, I don't mind telling you, Yashka, I'm learning also. So guys, when I say take notes, look, pen, well, iPen, iPad, whatever. I'm taking notes because launching a challenge. You know, I remember a few years ago, one of the first challenges I got involved with and the excitement and the energy and then then I got in another challenge and that one wasn't that exciting. I actually got bored and quit. Then the next one I jumped on board. And, and so I love a challenge when done the right way. And I know it can bring so much uh, not only energy, but also profit and potential and money to a coach. So I'm excited to have with us today, Yashka, and you, uh, I know you're going to bring us, uh, you just fill our hearts with all you want to share. We appreciate it. Um, and I know when we talk about how to launch your challenge, um, it is exactly that launching a challenge that works and you're in Germany. So I'm here in the United States. So it's great to be able to just connect with leaders and influencers all over the world. So thank you for being on the show here at the wealthy coach. Thanks a lot for having me. It's really a pleasure. It's really a blast. And, um, I just love to chat about challenges. Um, so hit me with anything you've got, and I will uh, gladly um, uh, share with you um, everything you need in order to launch a very profi- profitable uh, challenge. Well, I'm, I'm going to start with number one is why a challenge when there's, and, and, and I mean, I'm really curious because. We teach different methods in the uh, Wealthy Coach program. Uh, but we're, we're Wealthy Coach 2.0. We're going through almost every way you can find a client except challenges. I'm going to be honest with you. Uh, mm-hmm. But we're talking about webinars and Zoom calls and face-to-face and networking events. And But I know launching a challenge is something that so many people do. Why challenges, in your opinion? Um, I, think, I think a challenge is a great addition to everything you do so um just to 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 clear um a huge misconception a lot of people have about challenges um a challenges is not a cure at all a challenge is there when you know who you are when you know who you're talking to when you know what you're selling and you just want to have let's say either another way um, to monetize the audience you have that has not responded to yet so far, or when you need something that can really, let's say, kickstart um, your lead generation so that you're really attracting um, <laughs> people like flies because challenges are really wired in our human brains. Everyone, everybody loves a challenge. It's If it's business-wise or privately or anything like that. Um, so we all love to challenge ourselves. We love to grow and, and get together and become part of a community. And this is what makes challenges um, so so exciting and attractive for a lot of people because you're not doing it alone. You yeah. 
have a very clear singular goal and you know when you sign up for this that you're part of a group uh, that you um, that you have accountability that you have people who you can share your um, your 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 thoughts with and your struggles and anything like that um, and so it really builds up that momentum and um, for you as a coach when you want to sell more of your stuff um, more of your programs anything like that um, it has one huge advantage um, it filters out everybody who joins the challenge so that they self-qualify mm, that's good right from the start um, more or less let's say you do a five-day challenge i mean you can do challenges five days seven days ten whatever um, but let's say you do a five-day challenge um, and you start day number one, you're super excited, you go live, and you will then very quickly realize that you have, I don't know, 500 people in your challenge, but you have 10 who are super committed, who are commenting everything you do. Um, and if you are doing your challenges mostly right you don't need to get them perfect but if you're doing them um kind of right then those people will stick with you to the end and they will be the first one to throw money at you when you open the card um yeah. of course you get more people than than those um but those are the super engaged and they will be with you from that day on because they will click with you who you are they will see how you present yourself. I mean, most challenges start with, with the, 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 the coach telling the origin story. How, um, what kind of struggles has he gone through or she to finally overcome that and now are here to present their solution and help everybody, right? Uh, this is how most challenges start. And you have the people who relate to that will stick with you through the end. And they will be the main, um, those people will be the main drivers um, that that get the ball rolling and who, who push the stone that all the other people in the challenge then get motivated because they see those five people, 10 people, 20 people, how many you have, um, so engaged that they just want to commit and want to be with them. Mm. That's good. That's good. So you, you made a very interesting point there. Five day, 10 day. Um, I just did a, I did a challenge. I won't mention the name here. It was a great one, but it was a five day challenge. And um, on day four, I realized I've missed three days. And <laughs> going back and looking at replays and, and I knew day five, the offer was going to open up and the cart was going to open up and it was a good offer. And so I obviously pulled out my discover card and here we are, you know, I hired them. So I know the power of offers, but I've also wondered what is too long? Is there a, is a 30 day challenge too long or, and all of my coaches know, I use this as an analogy. If anybody has this course, you owe me a lot of money because I've said it a thousand times, thinner thighs in 30 days. You know, it's just funny to me, but should a course, should a challenge be five days, 20 days, 30 days? What really sets, because I've been, I've been a host on challenges where I'm sharing information. What is a good amount of time? Or is there a reason why you would do five days instead of 21 days? 
Um, I think it depends on, on the goal of the challenge. Is the challenge itself an entry offer so that they pay to get in? Uh, then it's usually longer. So you almost never pay for a five-day challenge. Those are almost exclusively always free. Not, not all, but mostly. Especially when you when you want to run into cold audiences. Um, so um, you can do paid challenges um, with five days or seven days, uh, but most of them will be filled with your warm audience who know you already. Um, so when you want to go to cold audiences um, and you want to have them pay you, then you usually need to go, let's say, a minimum of 14 days, I would say, because then just through the length of the program, they people already feel that they get a lot of value. I mean, they get 14 days of coaching. They get 21 days of coaching. What? Um, sure, here you have my, I don't know, 17 bucks or 47 bucks or anything like that. Um, but you don't pay 47 bucks for five days. Um, it's just people are not used to that. Sure. Um, so you need to get clear on what kind of challenge do you want to run. Um, so when you want to run a free challenge and use it to sell more stuff um, on the back end, then um, you usually go with a three, five, or maybe even seven ch day challenge. Um, and yeah, and the challenge itself is already an offer. Then you usually start with seven, but probably go 14 or 21 days. Gotcha, gotcha. And so how do you get, one question I know I'm asked a lot on anything that we do is how do you get engagement? It's one thing for somebody to sign up, but oh my gosh, I'm in 5,000 Facebook groups, LinkedIn groups. How do I get somebody to engage so that momentum's there? Um, this is this is the, the funny thing about challenges. Um, they, let's say you have a group and the group is more or less dead. Um, and you have 300, 500,000 people in there, um, but you haven't been the most active in there as well, and the group is uh, just like that, and um, you don't really know how to revive it, then you run a challenge. Because just by the nature of the challenge, people get engaged. And those who don't get engaged with that challenge, um, they are probably dead for you anyway, and you can just kick sure. them out. Um, when you when you have done your challenge right, um, so when you have really, I mean, a challenge is usually you you put out one big promise. So I help you fix whatever. I am I enabled you to whatever. Um, and when you do this promise right, um, that it really fits to your target audience, um, then it's a no brainer to attend that. Even for the people who are in your group for three months and have never done anything. Yeah. So when you will see some of these challenges, how to write a book, how to get on TV, how to, I'm trying to think of ones that I have paid for, uh, how to blank in so many days, basically, you know, your whole uh, promise statement there. Anything that really, um, I've seen contests for the most engaged. I've seen like daily contests where they give away something. Uh, is that something you recommend or? Um, yeah, doing contests definitely helps. 
Um, what I see right now, a lot of people are doing is um, when you have money up front so that you can invest in some swag or um, gadgets like an iPad or anything like that, um, then you can do that or you just um, um, do a contest and the most active or a random person out of everybody who completed all five homeworks or anything like that um, yeah. get into a drawing and then you you um, gift a um, a free entry into your program okay great great yeah i worked with one of my coaches that uh, hired me one of my private clients and i said i've never done the challenge but we helped her in her so uh but what we did in her challenge was exactly that we gave away swag every day if they would repost you know the, the and but hashtag live or hashtag replay they reposted it and then we actually gave away her home study course um at the end of the challenge uh and then from there we actually had people we did this challenge every month which was uh, mm -hmm. what she did so is that something you recommend doing it every 90 days every month or uh, does that build on top of you know through momentum after doing three challenges you have more people or do you find it diminishes over time it completely depends on um, on your strategy. So when you are a full 100% organic guy and um, you are using manual traffic, I don't like to call it free traffic because you need to put in the work. Um, but when you when you're using organic traffic, um, then it would be very hard for you to generate a thousand new people every month, um, which is easily doable with paid ads so um i think it depends on your strategy and if you have money to invest so when you have the money definitely do it every month and you can sell out your whole program in just one challenge a month you That's don't need to do any sales besides that at all i mean you can obviously but you don't have to do it you can really sell out your whole program with just one challenge a month um when you know how to run ads to that um and you have a decent budget behind it um when you don't have that or when you're unsure or don't have enough budget i don't know um that you get at least let's say three four five hundred people into your your group or your challenge um every month then i would recommend um spreading it out over at least six weeks um maybe even eight it i think it really depends on the growth of your group yeah um, yeah that's awesome that's awesome that's great advice and the same thing you know coaches that you're listening here you've heard me say that if you don't have the budget for advertising then organic and i like what you said there manual traffic is not free it takes time it takes energy uh but to get a group going to group get a challenge going and then reinvest that money reinvest uh, again, the one that we helped, she had a budget, we set a budget and she, um, and I, this is a question and I don't know, you know, maybe vary from person to person, but for her, it was like, if I could just even not even break even on my challenge, you know, there was, mm -hmm. you know, if she spent 5,000 in ads, if she could, you know, and we were selling a challenge at a hundred dollars. Um, but she was like, can I get close to breaking even? <laughs> Cause I know in the back end is going to be all profit. Um, What's the most you, I know obviously the cheapest would be free, 
what's the most you've seen somebody charge for a challenge and what would make sense? Because just because somebody does it doesn't mean it makes sense either. <laughs> um, I think it depends on how you classify it. I mean, you can do technically a challenge, but call it a masterclass. It's a five-day masterclass or a five-day workshop or a three-day uh, event uh, or seminar or however you like to call it. So when you rephrase the name, yeah, then you may be able to charge more. But otherwise, um, I think the highest I would go um, is 100 bucks. 100 bucks. So okay. it's very hard to to get people into something like that when you charge more than 100 bucks. Um, it's definitely doable with a hundred, um, but um, I would even recommend for most people to go a lot lower than that and um, go with seventeen or anything like that. That you get when you, when you really want to do it paid, um, go with seventeen and then add a couple of upsells to recoup. Um, your ad costs so that you break even, which you can definitely do. Um, just if you if you don't have anything, you can do throw in as an upsell. What um, you can you can do, and it very often not every not all of the time. I'm I'm transparent about that, but very often um, it um, gets great feedback. Is that you offer an, a VAP upgrade, so everyone who joins your challenge. Um, gets the training on a live stream in the Facebook group and you can do a VIP upgrade and those people get onto your Zoom call um, or wherever you run your challenge and um, they are with you. They can ask questions either on um, set times during the training or after the training. Um, wow. But they stay with you. They have you for a live Q&A um, right on Zoom for 30 minutes or so. And you can definitely charge another 47 up to 97 um, for that. So yeah, and for those coaches that are listening to this, that, that, that upsell, that one-time offer, whatever it is, is to help you break even. So if you're 5,000 in ad cost, maybe you've got 2,000 in sales, but that one-time offer gets you back up to 4,000, 5,000, sometimes even a profit. Uh, the beautiful part of any of this, if you can get to a break even, then you can just scale and just continue yeah. bringing in, bringing in. So um, um, one, one thing, one thing, what's super important, and I just want to mention it because a lot of people get that wrong. Um, whatever you upsell during your funnel, it's very important that it doesn't take away from the challenge. Mm. So people um, try to do all kinds of upsells and throw more stuff in there. And then what happens is it prevents the people from joining your Facebook group. It prevents the people from joining the challenge because they think that they already got everything they needed. Mm. That's so good. whatever you add as an upsell needs to be, um, let's say, a nice addition, something that just extends the horizon, but only after you have the thing you promised during the challenge. Um, or um, so let's say, um, to do an example, let's say you 
one of my examples from the past, let's say you, I, I have run a challenge on how to launch a challenge, how to create a challenge. Um, and so I take people through the whole process, how to launch a challenge. And what I had in there um, as a potential upsell is um, templates and pre-made funnels they can they can easily implement. So they had not, uh, they still needed to do the work, but they could shortcut their work because I provided templates and it was easier and faster for them. Yeah, that's good. Right, something like that. Um, there's something that you can um, very good um, throw in there. So do a VIP upgrade and something that shortcuts their way, but not prevents them from joining the challenge. So you're not saying how to lose 30 pounds in 30 days is the challenge. And then, hey, for another 97, we'll give you this miracle pill that does it for you. Because then they exactly. don't. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, I have seen uh, people that said, hey, we'll give you all of the recordings in a secret group. Uh, you know, you'll be in a private group with the recordings and some Q&A calls. So I've seen exactly what you're saying, which I think is wonderful. Uh, for me, the last challenge I got on, I paid the upgrade. Because I knew I was not going to be there Tuesday at 9 a.m. Eastern time. Yeah. I knew I was too busy. I needed the replays and I wanted some help. Um, so, yeah, I bought the upgrades without thinking about it. And so that's a huge, huge benefit. Now, I know you work a lot with, I think we said earlier, prim, you know, primarily coaches. Yeah. What other industries? Because I know we have course creators, public speakers. We have so many different influencers that follow us here. What else would you recommend as far as or who would you say is outside of coaches that a challenge would work for um it's 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 super easy to do for everybody who sells expertise if you're um a consultant if you're an author um anything like that um is um super fitting um but i mean there are also software companies who do it there's a very prominent example, but it's not the only one. Um, so if we don't yeah. want to plug the name. Um, so, but there are other, other uh, software companies as well. So when you own a software company with a software as a service solution where you get recurring income uh, because people pay you every month to, to, to get that software, um, then you can definitely run a challenge for that as well. Um, I mean, you you could potentially run a challenge for everything, um, but I mean, if you run, if you're doing a, let's say you have a retail store and sell, I don't know, women's clothing, um, it's a little bit harder. You need to be more creative, but sure. you can still do it absolutely. So I know I know I'm also very active and have great teams in network marketing, and I see a lot of those do. Yeah, I mean, super challenge where you send a picture in you do you buy our products <laughs> you follow our game plan and then somebody's gonna win ten thousand dollars yeah uh, they're gonna win a trip or you know whatever it may be so i've seen that in the network marketing also um and i work with a lot with, with real estate agents and i'm like how do you take a challenge like this maybe it is you know sell your home in 21 days or buy the home of your dreams in 21 days and actually bring content, not just bring on a client. But yeah. I think what I love about this, uh, Yashka, and really helpful is it gets people thinking and something, I want to circle back to something you said in the beginning, you said you could really sell out your program every month just by doing challenges. Can you take just a moment and share 
and either an example or kind of how that would look for somebody that's maybe they're a coach and they have a uh, a five thousand dollar program they sell you know an mm-hmm. eight program for 5k how would they sell that out using a challenge um i mean when when you're selling high ticket um you need to have enough people in there because not a lot of people can afford it it's True. just like that um but i mean let's let's just assume that people know how to run ads so that they have a decent targeting in there right um then it it really shouldn't be too hard to to get 500,000 5000 people in there i mean when i did my very first challenge um um i had i had um um a promotion about 3 3 weeks and i had 4500 people in there um okay. on my very first challenge so um it's definitely doable and um so yeah i mean it's in the end it's a numbers game right so you have your challenge um, then you need to do some calculations um all right so when i have a challenge uh, probably from everybody who registered to the challenge let's say a third actually join your group when you when you run a challenge through cold traffic through ads right uh, and not market to your warm audience so let's say a third actually join your group um which is definitely a reasonable a reasonable number um and from those people probably again a third actually follow the whole challenge right um and from those who follow you you can have a pretty good conversion rate so when you do the challenge right and when you have a strong pitch and a good offer of course that that fits um then you can you can close 25 percent from them that's awesome that's or awesome. maybe even more maybe even more i had i had a client um or well some friends who i um, um advised on their challenge and they closed 70 percent of their active members that's amazing. Um, it was. It was. I need to be honest about that. It was a low ticket membership, though, so not a five k program. But but still, they closed seventy percent, and it's definitely doable. Yeah, even low ticket. I tell some. I tell a lot of our clients: if you get somebody on a low ticket, let's say a hundred a month, fifty a month, yeah, yeah. stays with you for a year. And now it's a six hundred to twelve hundred dollar program. So, um, exactly. yeah, and I, I love that one third, one third. It really answers a lot because I always follow the eighty twenty rule. And if I can get a hundred people. Let's take 500 people on a challenge and 20%, you know, you've got 100 active and 20 of those, you know, come on board. Even if even if half of 20 and you're at high, t- or even 25% of 20, if you brought on five clients at 5K a piece, you had a $25,000 month. Right. Good month, you know, so I, I, that really makes a lot of sense. Man, I appreciate it. you're really breaking this down where it's understandable <laughs> because what I think a lot of people do, and I'll speak for a lot of my clients also, is we hear uh, this challenge and this challenge and this challenge, and we're like, oh, that's great. Um, but how do you do it? How do you set it up? And really, yeah. it's, and, and I know they can go to createyourchallenge.com. Guys, go grab this information. But I know really it's setting up a uh, number one, a Facebook group, <laughs> and it's yeah. and it's having a calendar of events, and it's you know, and I, I I don't know all of the marketing behind it like you do. That's why we're gonna have to check out your site. But Yanshka, I appreciate you so much for doing uh, 
jumping on this this podcast. Um, I know this is going to this is going to bring a lot of value to my people. Let me ask you this, if I may, um, because I always uh, want to make sure I'm not leaving anything out. Is there anything else you think that your people need that I say your people, the people listening to this, they need to know? Yeah. Um, um, one one piece of advice I I would love to share uh, because it really helps <clears throat> to decide what challenge to launch, right? Mm -hmm. um, so um, I just assume that you have your core offer or anything like that. What you actually want to sell, <clears throat> more or less down, right? So um, this is not for a complete beginner. Um, they sure. then you need to do it a little bit differently. But when you are a more or less well-established coach uh, and you have your offer, um, then you need to think about um, your offer solves a problem, right? So this is why people sign up for you. Um, we teach but, people how to sell coaching. Their problem is they don't know how to sell coaching. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. But what... In what place do they need to be to actually have that problem? Mm. So what is the problem they have before that? And this is your challenge. The problem before the problem. Exactly. Exactly. Um, and so this is a very easy and simple framework um, you can use to find a good topic. So um, really try to try to imagine, all right, what pain points do my my people have, um, and what I see? What what are the beliefs I need to overcome um, so that they actually buy my thing? Um, and take one of those beliefs, for example, um, and structure the challenge around that. Yeah. Um, and this is something. There are a couple of different frameworks, but this is what usually works pretty well. Well, because um, you through that can really deliver a lot of value without taking away of your main offer. Um, and um, yeah, it, it primes the people to get them in the right state and the right position. So they not only need to um, want to buy your program, they need to be able to, right? Yeah. So fix whatever prevents them from buying your program and then sell your program, right? That's good. That's good. Something you said there, you know, the, I'm looking at my notes. I told you I was taking notes, guys. What is the <laughs> problem before the problem? And that's what a lot of times I say. I believe in bringing a major offer. I do. I believe in having a strong offer. But sometimes you got to sell. Uh, I picked this up from somebody else I won't mention, but he said, you got to sell the thing that sells the thing. You got to sell what sells. And I know in our network marketing business, we have books that we give away. The book sells the appointment, the appointment sells the membership. I know in, in, in a webinar sales and appointment, appointment sales, whatever. So how, but basing it around actually solving a problem. That's what I love. The last challenge guys I bought, I'm telling you, I paid the upsell. I'm three days in, I found out, Oh, I missed it, but I've gone in and I've applied the techniques and it's worked. So, um, and, I've also noticed this, and tell me if I'm wrong, Yashka, but I've seen people that um, got involved with a challenge. They didn't get everything they wanted because their life is hectic, I understand. And then they go, hey, is it available again? And they jump into the same challenge another time. Exactly. Sometimes, sometimes you have people going through the same challenge three, four times 
before they actually buy your program. That's awesome. That's awesome. So this is definitely another reason why you should run the same challenge for a couple of times. Um, I mean, there are several advantages. First, you get a lot better. I mean, your first challenge usually isn't that good, even if you're an experienced coach. Um, but if you have never done a challenge, then you should not show up with the belief that you will crush and kick it out of the gate um, because you have never done that before. It's a new skill you need to learn. Um, Love and, yeah. Love so so really, you need to, um, I really, I mean, what I recommend for a lot of people, um, especially when they're at the beginning phase of their business, um, the first challenge is to learn and gather testimonials, not to sell. Yeah. And then, and then you can really, yeah, then, then you have the testimonials, you have the social proof for the challenge. I don't mean for your program. I mean social proof for your challenge, right? And then you can really scale that challenge because you've done it before. You know what went wrong. You know what was good. Um, you got all the feedback. You iterate and then run ads, then scale it because the, the second right. version will be a lot better and you will make a lot more sales and you can take that into account and invest a little bit of money into that. No, I love that. Great advice, guys. Great advice. Do it first and then learn. Learn. And it's okay. One of the things that people one of the things we've got with Zoom, social media, Facebook lives is transparency. We can yeah. admit um hey, this isn't perfect, but this is what I'm doing. And we can admit that and we can and even your coach can say, Hey, this is where my challenge has been. Like I'm the first yeah. to admit here, we haven't done challenges. And we've sold millions and millions in coaching without a challenge. But that yeah. doesn't mean I don't need challenges. That means, hey, there's another avenue, another way that some people are going to be attracted to that. And that's something we need to look exactly. at. I'm going to say this. Launch your challenge. I want you to jump over and uh, get more information uh, from Yashka at createyourchallenge.com, createyourchallenge.com. And follow through. Do it. Get started. Yashka, I want to say thank you for, for being on the call today. I really do. This means a lot. Um, you've given us some valuable insight. A lot of people get on a call just to pitch their company uh, <laughs> for you because you've brought value that I know if somebody will take. And hey, guys, I'm going to say this. If you have three people on your challenge, great. Those three people you can really work with now to get the testimonials. So speaking of testimonials and uh, Yasuko, first of all, did you have anything else you want to say? I don't want to leave you out um, by any means, but do you have anything um, else no, I think I think we we've covered a lot. There's still a lot to go, um, uh, but just hit me up when you have any questions. I will gladly answer them. Um, when you want to learn more, um, tune into the Launcher Challenge podcast. When you listen to this, you probably are into podcasts. So, <laughs> yeah, that's right. This is the only pitch you get from me today. That's good. That's good. I appreciate it so much, guys. Speaking of testimonials, speaking of. Um, Finding proof. I want you to jump over. We've got a Wealthy Coach 2.0 case study, which actually should be called a challenge now. So let's, uh, me and Yash are going to talk about that. But the Wealthy Coach 2.0 case study, if you'll jump over to our website, and you can see it below, howtosellcoaching.com, you're going to see case studies where we have taken people from part-time to lucrative full-time incomes. For lucrative, that means some people 
5,000, 10,000 a month. Some people it's mean several million a year that we've been able to help in coaching consulting. If you're a course creator, then jump over to howtosellcoaching.com. Now, if you jump over to howtosellyourcoaching.com, so if you miss misspell, you're still going to get me. Uh, how to sell your coaching is our website with all of our blogs and so forth. But howtosellcoaching.com, look at the look at the case study. The beginning of each month, we do launch a new case study program where we work with you through our modules, through our one-on-one to get you to a full-time income. So if you want to see people we've helped, check it out. If you want to learn more about it, check it out. If you're watching this on YouTube, I should have said this at the beginning, but back to transparency, we don't have to be perfect. We just have to be consistent. If you're on YouTube, hit the subscribe button, hit the little bell. If you're watching or listening to this, Podbean, Libsyn, iTunes, thanks so much. again. Uh, be sure to share and obviously check out well, the website, howtosellcoaching.com and launch your or create your challenge.com. Create challenge.com. Yashka, honored man again, more than you know. And I look forward to um, speaking with you soon. All right. It was a pleasure. Thanks. Thanks again for listening and be sure to pick up your free resources to help build your coaching or consulting practice at howtosellyourcoaching.com.